Well, silly season is finally upon us and there are many announcements to catch up with, so let's bring you up to date with the latest news. Hello everybody and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Yes, today we are doing a quick sort of roundup of the news. There's been quite a lot has happened in the last couple of weeks or so, so we're going to bring you up to date with all those things. Sam, first of all, are you well? I'm chilly. It has significantly cooled down in the last two nights, hasn't it? I anticipated you wouldn't have the heating on, hence why I've gone for a jumper and an Udi, which is this year's latest fashion. And I am, of course, a fashionable man. I'm waiting until we can see, like, touring car cars all over an Udi or something. At the minute I can see my breath, so I mean, (laughs) it'd be nice to see something different, absolutely. Yes, good to hear you're well. Missing the racing? Yeah, of course, but I do like Silly Season because you get some weird announcements and we've certainly got a few surprising ones today. And you also get to listen to me do some really weird <laughs> tangents and <laughs> predictions which are bolder than Diamond Double Extra Bold Washing Liquid thing. Oh, I thought you were going for Diamond Race that we had with the double points and, and well, stuff. That was a bold That was idea. quite bold, yes. I would like to see it again, but we'll do it in the future, in the off-season, my best ways to change the touring cars because obviously I know better than everybody at Toka on how to yeah, improve this. Yeah, fully qualified I've heard. I've never qualified any, no. But I would change the qualifying, that <laughs> is for sure. Anyway, should we get on to some actual news topics then? And should we start off with perhaps the biggest <coughs> news if you're into sort of stats and how things work? It's certainly the most important news going for the season ahead or the season we're coming into. Uh, And that is the licences that are being held by the teams and the amount of cars they will be running for the season ahead. There are no licences this season like on loan. Um, It looks like all all teams have taken the licences in and it is going to be 29 going ahead into 2023. Yeah. Go on then. Who are they? (laughs) I was going to say we need more. One more or significantly more? Three more. 32. 32 card grid, I think, is right. Anyway, so in terms of who's holding the TVLs, uh, Accelerate Motorsport have four, and we know that Tom Chilton is one of those drivers. We fully expect Tom Ingram to be another, and we'll get to uh, their announcements in a moment. So we think there's one space left at Accelerate, and we'll come to who that other driver is in a minute. Yep. don't want to spoil that segment of the news. <coughs> uh, Team Dynamics have two. I mean, let's, let's have a little guess. Shedden and Robottom? Yeah, I was quite surprised they didn't go for a third, considering they were trying to have one last season. I think it comes down to cost. Yeah. Um, I don't think Shedden's there. Oh, that's bold early. Yeah, I think Shedden might have gone somewhere else. Not going to build up the tension and go, ooh, ooh, ooh. you're going straight in okay. there with Shedden. Ooh, not. Be- Shedden's not going to be there. Shedden's not going to be there. Okay, okay. he's going somewhere else. I don't know who Tina and Alex will have instead of him, though. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. We shall see. Um, Aidan Moffat Racing, that's important, Aidan Moffat Racing have two. Yep. We'll come to some announcements around Aidan Moffat shortly. Um, It'd be nice to see Dexter Patterson back for another year, but we shall have to see on that one. Uh, Motorbase Performance have four, and their driver on it will be as it was last year. I'd have thought, I can't see any change there, personally. No, I think it's very unlikely if anyone were to change there, it would probably be Ollie Jackson. But why would you change? Yeah, so. exactly. 
Uh, Team Hard have got four as well, so we'll see four Coopers, I should imagine. And I should hope so, considering they're fairly new to the grid. Absolutely, and I imagine we'll see Carl Bordley Motorsport race with one uh, license himself. Uh, Speedworks Motorsport, that's Toyota Gazoo Racing, effectively, have three. One so more. Exactly, more than they're last year. expanding a little bit. Is a manufacturer deal on the table for Jason Plato? No. <laughs> just, just Sorry, I'm not building attention very well, am I? No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, WSR have got four, we shall come into an announcement of them, mm. and the stuff has been going on with them, but you'd imagine it would be Turks and Jelly leading the main assault. And I'd also imagine it being four BMWs, three series BMWs. Yes. There's, there's nothing to suggest otherwise, is well, there? No, no. Unless, well, unless, unless WSR want to run the main two back in the ones in the new one series shape. Mm, possible. Although I think saloon cars have been the way to go in recent years, so yeah. I'd be surprised. Uh, Powermax Racing have got two. You'd hope to think they're bringing new cars and not dusting off the relics that they're currently racing because there's a fine line between what they're racing now and historics. Uh, BTC Racing have got three again. So again, you'd imagine two with one, if yep. that makes sense. And I will, I would probably expect the same Honda, the FK8. I don't think they'll go for a new chassis. They may well go for a new engine. And then, as I said, Cardboard Motorsport has won. So that rounds off your TBL license holders. I don't know if I like the fact we've got four teams with four, personally. That's half the grid in four car in four teams. I don't overly like that, personally. Mm, at least they are all four different manufacturers. Yeah. Um, I, I think that helps along the way. Um, it'll be interesting to see how those teams will be split up, whether it'll be two pairs, whether it'll be two, one and a one. Or or what really? Um, yeah, as I say, that I, I I am a bit of a purist. I like the two by two by two of years gone by. I'm a bit of a purist in that sense. I like. We're never going to get back to that era, but I like in, for example, '98, 2000, where you had um, you know, twenty twenty cars, ten teams. Mm. That was quite cool. I wouldn't mind if we had an equal number of cars in each team, whether it be two or three. I think three cars per team, if every car had three in a team, would work quite well as well. I think the problem is that with the way they cost, you end up seeing team uh, drivers latching on to another team. So yes. Bordley won't run. I'd be amazed if Bordley's running out as a privateer. Yeah. You think when we first, well, if you go back 10 years, how many privateers are running? Oh, loads. Independence. So many. We just don't get that anymore, which I think is a bit of a shame. Mm. But anyway, so that's the TBL licenses. Um, to go with that, we've had a announcement of the new rules for the new season. Yeah, so all the parameters have been set out for the 2023 season, um, with a few changes along the way. There will obviously be changes to the hybrid system, which we will uh, get into in a, a more in-depth look in a later podcast, closer to the start of next season. There will also be a quality quality format change for five of the rounds and also the option tyre will be back. So just quickly on that qualifying format, we're going to go back to having the top ten shootout uh, at five events which will be at Donington Park, uh, that's the opening weekend. Mm. Uh, Brands Hatch Indy, Alton Park which I think is a very strange choice but I'm not against it but I think it's a strange choice uh, Knock Hill and Silverstone Generally shorter circuits, which I think it works better at. It makes perfect sense, because I yeah. think the problem we had at Snetterton when they did it there was you only really got the chance with two quality laps by the time you'd done your warm-up laps, crossed the tyres, uh, and set a lap, you know, which didn't leave a lot of mo- uh, room for manoeuvre. Argument 
on on the contrary to that though is you've got two laps you've got to nail one of them at yeah. least and and that almost separates the cream from the top of the crop and I think that's what F1 has which yes. is two flying la- or two pretty yeah. much yeah yeah although I would say that I don't know I think the fact they've got to cross their tyres is a problem in F1 yes. you don't have to cross your tyres no, you, no. you warm them up well, until they ban those tyre blankets and you go out do you think having this quality format in five of or half of the sessions for the season ahead is going to benefit the rear-wheel drive cars more in qualifying situations? Because they don't have to cross the tyres. They can do maybe one extra lap, and that extra lap could be what is needed to get them in pole position or in, or in the top three. It's a very interesting point you make. And M- yes, makes a change. And yes, <laughs> you've got a point. I would say that perhaps it would particularly benefit them at the Knock Hill, which is going to be in August, which will be, well, I say it's warm in Scotland, but warmish, and possibly Orton Park in June because of the heat. But mm-hmm. would it be counteracted by April, May, and September where it's cooler? I, I don't know. They struggled a bit of Silverstone this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. That'd be interesting to look at, um, to be fair, because it's, it's a good point. They don't have to take as much time. Uh, to warm up their tyres or cross their tyres as you say of course if it rains and that throws a whole new span mm-hmm. of the works but no it's a fair point they might well have an advantage straight off the gate uh, the option tyres you say is coming back uh, the majority of these will be utilised two of the three compounds would be hard, medium or soft and the option tyre must be used at least once during race one, two or three uh, Snedston Croft then all three tyres need to be used across all the three races yep which okay I can understand that. I quite like to see if that was the rule for just two of the events. I'd prefer to see that across the whole season or not at all. Uh, teams will not have to specify before qualifying the race in which they'll use their option tyre. All choices will be declared upon cars leaving the pit lane. I hate option tyres. It's like... interesting that drivers and teams have unanimously requested this, though. Uh, yes, I suppose you're right. So obviously, they they feel that it can bring. Well, not necessarily unanimously requested, but all all teams have agreed to. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that they think it should bring um, more competition, I think, or they can seek bigger advantages out of it, because I think that's the only re- reason that drivers and teams would agree so much on this, is that they can have more, not random, but more opportunity... In getting better results. For me, I'd say get the hybrid right. You wouldn't need the option tyre. Yeah, that is true. Personally, I, I hate the option tyre. Because you can have a really crappy race one on the best tyre. Mm-hmm. You've then still got to use a crappier tyre in race two. And your whole weekend's ruined before you know it. I, I hate it, personally. I think mm-hmm. it's a terrible idea. I'd, I'd rather we reintroduce the pit lane in race two. And you have to come in and have, the, have a pit stop, personally. Okay. And then do this. Because I think this is nonsense. Mm, interesting. You, you, As you said... We'll look into ways that we could make it better. Yeah, at, maybe at another stage. Maybe maybe without the weight, because that was always the problem. You ended up being on the high weight with the worst tire, and your race is ruined. Perhaps now we've not got the success ballast, mm. it will work. Yep. I have my doubts. We shall see. Yeah, uh, those are the three main rule changes. You say the hybrid is also changing. Um, not a great surprise. I kind of feel that they've really got to get it right this year. They can't afford to have two seasons where it's not right. Uh, yes and no. Yes, they have to get it right for the sake of the racing and the entertainment in the championship, because it very much, or very early on in the championship, it came down to a four or five car race for the title, 
Whereas in previous seasons, going into the final, maybe two or three circuits, we still had maybe ten drivers that were still in with a chance of getting up there in the championship. Um, so yes, they do have to get it right this season, but I think hybrid is here to stay because of how we're looking to develop the cars and run an eco-friendly or more eco-friendly championship. Yeah, it needs to be done. I'm not against... I think that if it's done properly, it's very exciting. But Yes. I mean, if you told me they hadn't run it last year... I mean, it seemed that the, most of the horsepower went into powering the blue light in the window. Yeah, you said that on a few occasions, didn't you? The thing is about... DR, you take DRS and F1. I don't like it because it just becomes a, put, a, a button to pass. But it works. You can't argue with it. It works. Mm. It, it clearly works. And whilst it might not be perfect... It does facilitate racing, whereas this does not in any way facilitate racing. Not at the moment, no. There's not been a single overtake who've gone, he's used the hybrid there to get the overtake. Yeah. Um, I think we were sold the idea of, you know, you'll be able to defend with it, yep. you'll be able to overtake with it. And all it really does is just sort of, you know, give the illusion of police cars coming by. It's it's just all a bit meh. No, that's fair enough. And, and it'll be interesting to see how that changes going into next season. Um. Well then, shall we get on to some driver announcements and some shock news? Should we go to the shockiest of the shock news first? We'll go to the shockiest, yes. This was a bombshell for a Monday morning, wasn't it? It certainly was. Um, you may or may not have seen, we posted on our social media, that um, the Monday morning shock came from Sicily um, and that they would be pulling out of the championship. And this was just... It was a Wednesday, actually. This was just before... Um, all the TBLs had been announced, so there was no inclination of this might have been happening. It really did come out of nowhere. Well, it was a Monday, my apologies. It was Monday. I was looking at the wrong piece of news. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Sicily have decided that they are going to end their time in the touring cars, which is a great shame. They've been a, a staple of the touring cars for many years now, um, bringing us through some excellent cars, some excellent drivers, some excellent results. You know, Adam Morgan has made his his name there. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's just, a, a, I think, it's a real shame to see a, a team go. You know, they've um, had a 12 wins, 39 podiums, pole position, and 15 fastest laps. That's that's solid for an independent yeah. team in the time that they've been in it. Yeah. N- regularly running two cars as well. Yep. Yes, they had a few minor technical issues last season with not making the start of a few races but we really thought with them taking on them BMW 3 Series that there was actually going to be something for them to work on and kick on with um, so yeah it did very much come as a shock uh, yeah I think we, we could be genuine they they will be missed I think by mm. pre- pretty much everybody on the grid you know Adam Morgan's been a staple since 2010 his dad Russell Morgan's been huge in the sport as well Sicily are going to focus on historics we understand um, yeah I'd f- and it's another team off the grid at the end of the day that's the, that's the other problem, it's another team off the grid yep, um, which going into a season you don't really want to see, you'd rather have seen new teams coming in and seeing what they can do and, and what they can achieve it's not all bad news for Morgan though, who is not out of the sport Gamble's fate is unknown mm. but Morgan will be back for 2023 and a move I think he thoroughly deserves even though it came as a slight surprise maybe but I think it's a move he deserves off to WSR uh, to join up with Colin Turkton 
Jake Hill, who we'll get to, and presumably Stephen Jelly. I, I, I do have to say, I think we were mentioning this, sort of like just towards the back end of last season. Um, what, what would Morgan be able to do if he got into a top team? And I think this could well be the catalyst to see how good he really is if he gets the backing. Yeah, he's going to be racing the 330E, uh, which is what he was racing anyway last season. Yep. So that will be comfortable for him, even though he's in a new team, have the comfortableness of knowing the car. I'm really interested to see what he can do because his luck has been difficult during the touring cars. We've often said that with the right luck, what could have been. He's never really had a title-challenging season. Not really. No, no. But this is probably his best ever shot. Yeah, depending how many years he is, he is there. Um, I think it's said that he's meant to have a two-year contract. I don't think it matters, to be fair, because Hill came in and hit the ground running. and you Yeah, know, very much so. And I, he's got the extra mobility there of already knowing the car. And dare I say, I think Colin's on the decline. Yeah. So... This is a probably a, bit, a little bit of a, a dress rehearsal for both himself and um, and Hill to an extent of who replaces Colin mm. when, when the time the, comes. Or do they both come in? Well, yeah. um, I think it'll be interesting to see how, how that whole outfit is now going to be run because the news article goes, yes, he's been bought on by WSR. So in my mind, that's the whole BMW umbrella of WSR going you're coming into the main team but obviously we know Hill who we'll get on to being in that MB Motorsport side of it we've obviously probably got Turkington there next season in his normal position numero uno what sixth <laughs> number one in the team oh, I see um, and then it's a case of Jelly had a decent season last yeah, season yeah. it would be really unfair if he wasn't able to come back um, or if Morgan was chosen ahead of him but with them having now four licenses, are they going to run two separate teams? I think they run two one one. Yeah. Personally, so I think we have the main WSR cohort, WSR with um, whoever Adam Morgan's going to bring as his main sponsor, and well, we might as well announce it that he has been confirmed for another season with Rocket MB Motorsport at WSR. So you know. Yeah. No. No great surprise in that announcement. Um. You say that. I don't think. I, I agree to a de- to a degree. Agree to a degree. Agree to a degree. Lovely. But I don't think it's necessarily as straightforward as you think, because I'm not sure behind the scenes how well him and Turkton get on. I might just be trying to kick up a storm about nothing, but I don't think they get on that well. Not necessarily, but being in that... That's like yeah. on the verge of that yeah, team Colin, and his own little little. But Colin's team. like to be challenged. Yes, I know this. Which is why Jenny is a safe bet, <laughs> because he does what WSR need him to do about upsetting the apple cart. But I think we saw early season last season that Hill had his warning at Donington. And didn't listen. Well, well he did to a degree. But he he did to a degree because towards the end of the season you were like, oh, they're going to have each other off, going to have each other off. And they never really did. No, Snetterton, they came close. Yeah. But they raced really well. Yeah, they did. And I think that the reason that they raced really well was off the back of what was said after Donington. Yeah, but I'm not sure whether we'll see the same level of respect this year between them. Because I think Hill would have gone, do you know what, mate? I stood off you last year and you didn't win it. I, I gave you the space. I wasn't a difficult... You know, I, I respected what they said. And you didn't come close to winning it. So mm-hmm. why should I do it this year? Why should I be ho- holding myself back? You're set at WSR for life. I'm not. I don't think he was necessarily 
holding himself back. We know that Hill goes for the moves where he needs to go for the moves. Uh, well, I, uh, up I, against Turkington, possibly. I was going to say, if you, if you put anyone else at Snetterton alongside him, Hill's running him off or getting that move done. But that's the matter of, what, three, five points. It wouldn't quite change where the championship would have gone. No, but it wasn't the first time they'd raced closely. No, I know. And I think Hill yielded more than he didn't. Okay. And I think that part of him might be thinking, I owe you nothing. I, I did that last season. Mm. You didn't win the championship. I actually came closer to you than to winning the championship. Yep. And ultimately, no, those five points wouldn't have been a difference. But you say that you don't know. Had, had, had we gone into the final weekend with Hill with those extra final points, five points does Ingram push even harder on that flying lap and end up in the gravel it's it's know, always going to be very much if buts and maybes oh, in that sort of situation uh, absolutely but I just think that you know but yeah taking taking Snetterton out on its own those five points overall wouldn't have made that much of a difference again unless that puts the extra pressure on I know, and, and I know. yeah yeah I, I don't necessarily disagree with you I just think that I don't think we'll see the same level this year um, I think Hill will be a little bit more wiser about how the politics work and perhaps thinking, do you know what? What's better, to play the team game and never win or do one and done? Mm. It'll be interesting to um, see if there's any further announcements as to whether Morgan might join up with that MB Motorsport or, as you say, bring car gods along with him, possibly from obviously being at Sicily. But, yeah. Another driver that is back for next season is Bobby Thompson, and he will be back at Team Hard. Something you're slightly disappointed by. To be getting it absolutely right, I'm not disappointed he's back, because he's absolutely yes. deserves a place on the grid. Yeah, yeah. I, and it's difficult, because it's better to be on the grid than not at all, obviously, yes. But I do worry that Card are already being left behind a little bit, live that Cooper. It's not made the progress we'd hoped it would. And I put my cards on the table, I think Thompson is better than that team, personally. I think Thompson... He's perhaps a season away from being at a top team. He dragged some very good results out of that car last Massive season. So. Um, and at points, Taylor Smith was there or thereabouts alongside him. But I think you're going to need, as you say, either three really good quality drivers there to help to help develop the team and push it up the grid. It may be a case of the car just doesn't adhere that well to these regulations and is actually the wrong style of car for the championship we don't know because we don't we haven't had that top quality driver in one of them I was going to say I also question the um, I question the calibre of some of the drivers that can get that information required yes because Powell wasn't it Bordley struggled in it Oliphant struggled in it yeah, it'd be interesting to see what someone like Sutton can do, because we know that Sutton can drag a performance out of any car. Would he still be able to do it in that? We don't know. So it'd be interesting to see how that car would perform in someone else's hands. Yeah, um, as I say, that that's the only reason I'm slightly um, down on having Thompson back there, because I think he deserves a bit of a better car, personally. I don't think he's a million miles off say being at a top team uh, is with all due respect to Hard but had he been announced at WSR I wouldn't have been surprised for, regard, for argument's sake if he oh, yeah, I kind of fancied him to get that third spot at Toyota Gazoo if I'm being honest 
or BTC to replace Plato, I think you said at the end of yeah. last season as well. I yeah. think both of those would have been better moves, but yep. at the same time, it's better to have a cut, you know, a deal on the grid than no deal on the grid. I was going to say that the package has to be there in the first place. Hundred percent. But I'm just slightly surprised that no quote bigger team has come in for him personally, mm. because I think that the talent there is un, un, undeniable. Oh yeah, certainly. I both agree on that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good time about. And if the, if Har can get that Cooper working and get him to the front of the grid, then and, and there were flashes. I, I still, I'll die on the hill that he would have won race three at Brands Hatch had the car not failed on him. Uh, yeah, on quite hill. possibly. And of course, he took a podium last year as well in that car. So yeah, there, there's flashes, but there's not enough. Aaron Taylor Smith, I don't think is at the top of his game anymore. Mm. Uh, Nick Hamilton is on a completely different development program. When you look at his own. Yeah. You know, his own program he needs to develop. Powell, it, it's it's admirable that they give seats to up and coming drivers or winners of the um, scholarship, etc. But you're just not going to get anything out of it mm. unless you strike lucky with someone like Patterson, who you can put in in their first season and hit the ground running. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Talking of Patterson. Yep. Um, obviously, he was at Laser Tools Racing in the Infinity last season with Aidan Moffat. Um, however, one of that trio <laughs> will not be back for the new season. Laser Tools have taken the choice to step back from the sport. For 2023 at least. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't necessarily mean that we'll be seeing Aidan Moffat off the grid. Because, as we mentioned earlier in the TBLs, he actually holds the licences. He holds the licences, absolutely. Uh, which is is very crucial in how this dynamic dynamic is working. Yeah. So, yes, the Laser Tools sponsorship may have gone, but he still holds the licences. It'll be interesting to see what cars they're looking to bring along, whether they join to another team, uh, whether he puts the licences out there for people to come and race... Or whether, yeah, what well, what do you expect to see happening? He has done a day at the LKQ Eurocar, Eurocar Parts Conference uh, where he was in uh, a Cupra with a Starline livery. I mean, he was sitting next to one, yes. Yeah, okay. And said it was only for that weekend, but the event the deliveries are pretty cool. Yes. But also, if you look closely on there, you also see that that's Team Hard across the front. Yes. And that's BTC logo there. Yes. So is that a little hint? Quite possibly. He's also been in a, or had his name on the back of a Cooper. Cooper yep. A lot during the off-season and done hot laps in the off-season in a Cooper. So are we now going to see six Coopers on the grid with with uh, Aidan Moffat Racing moving towards two Coopers? <sighs> I d- or I don't know. Does he race a team hard and he rents sells those off and someone else takes them for the year? I think that might be more likely. Um especially with all all the bits that surround this. There was obviously that sort of homologation between laser tools I know that's a big word. Wow. Um like between laser tools and team hard to sharing data and stuff like that, yep. which is where they try to merge the teams. But that's never really worked in my eyes. Well, it only really works when you've got some of Ash Sutton on board who can well. make an apple <laughs> sing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, there seemed to be last year a step back from that. 
Um, and it seemed that laser tools in the Infinity, very much the Infinities, were left out on the, uh, their own and in the cold. Um, we're not seeing the Infinities back this season. There's no. no. There's no chance. I'd be amazed. There's no chance. There's no chance. For me, it's, it's one of those two things. Either he's going to drive it hard under this under a sponsor, or maybe it's under Hard's usual bits, I don't know. Or I actually think we're going to see him just take two Coopers over at Laser Tools, uh, sorry, not Laser Tools, at Adam Moffat Racing. Yeah. Because Infinite needs to go. We had initially thought that with Sicily going that they might take the two BMWs, but you'd assume Morgan takes one BMW with him to WSR. Uh, the other thing that could work, as I don't know if this, how that would well, possibly, is that Adam Moffat runs this, the Cooper, yeah. and Gamble runs a BMW under Adam Moffat Racing. Well, we, we've already... Or Carl Bordley buys the BMW. Exactly, that's what it. I was just going to come on to. Mm. With Carl Bordley having a single licence of his own, and that spared BMW almost floating about in in midair, going, who wants to use me? Um, unless Gamble's actually put, like, put it out there, just bought the car himself and goes, I've got a car, does anyone want me to race with them? Sort of thing, which is very unlikely. Yeah, no, you're right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's most likely that yeah. Carl Bordley would look to take over that BMW. We know he likes using a rear-wheel drive. He's used one series before, not to great effect. Um, great livery. Great livery, yeah. Um, but it'd be interesting to see him in a three series. Yeah, I think that he will take that and go and plug himself in somewhere, possibly dynamics. Give him a bit of an insight into how a BMW works. Don't no, know. no, okay. No, I, I, I see if he's going to do that and if he's going to race in the team. We've had no confirmation of him actually being back. No, it's just him holding the license. That it would be him on his own. Well, I would expect him to be racing the BMW and cook. I think he'd jump onto someone. Okay. Personally. Fair enough. Like um, Parfit did last year. Yeah. It was technically team hard. Yeah. So. And maybe he'll do that at four Coopers and a BMW. Possibly. Maybe he'll take over the Infinity. It's doubtful. Uh, but I'd be amazed, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's a bit of speculation from there, but I, I expect to see Aidan Moffat back, just in what guise, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, we've already spoken about that extra BMW. What about the extra Toyota at Speedworks? You are obsessed that it's Dan Lloyd. Not obsessed, but I think it would be a good move because there is less and less space appearing at um, Accelerate, which we'll get onto next. Yeah, well, we can get into it here slightly. That Nick Alsett has been announced that yes. uh, we'll, we'll come into a bit more about him in a moment. Um, and they've also put a photo up tonight of a man wrapped in what looks like a garbage bag up to his hairline. And I can't look out that hairline. is Nick Alsett or the fourth driver. But what, who I'll tell you, it isn't. It isn't Dan Lloyd and it isn't Jack Boutel. No, it's not. Not either of them. It could be a complete red herring. It could be a new team member. It could be a TCR driver. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you want to go and have a look at that, it's on their Facebook page and Instagram page. Um, please do have a guess. Let us know your thoughts on that. But yeah, there seems to be dwindling opportunities at, at um, Accelerate. Unfortunately, I don't think we see Lloyd back due to budget issues, personally. Uh, which is a great show. I know, I know. But a driver we... that won three races last season. But Sam, we know this is how it works. If you don't have the budget, you don't race this. Which is why I think Speedworks is an excellent option because of their manufacturer backing and the amount of money that they've got rolling in behind them there. Well, yeah. With that Toyota Gazoo backing. They're not going to announce... 
we know there's a, we know there's two spaces. Collard's not there, and obviously there's second space, and you assume Butcher's the third. Yeah. I just don't think they take Lloyd on. I just don't think. I think that. I think uh, they'd be silly not to. I disagree. Okay. I think we're talking about a driver who has had a very good season mm. last year, but other than that, has been average. Ooh. Ooh. Average to good. That's a bit like my uh, mediocre comment a- with aver- Aidan Moffat. <laughs> aver- average to good. Okay. Yes, he's got the recent experience. I accept that. Just going to put it out there that he beat Chilton in the same car last season. Yes, Chilton is not the driver that he once was. Chilton's a pointless comparison because he's always going to be on the grid because of the money he brings and the status he's got in the sport. Mm. Chilton will outlive us. (laughs) Hope not. Chilton will be doing this when he's 90. he's, he's He's going to be there a long time. I think that this is the only chance we're ever going to see Rob Austin in the car. If it's not now, it's never. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree on that one. Good. And then I think that it goes, for me, Butcher, Austin, and they'll stick in a um, development driver. Sam Smelt, someone else going through the Toyota Gazoo program. just don't see him going Lloyd. I just don't... It doesn't feel feel right for me. I'm sorry. Okay. I, 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 I think Lloyd deserves a place on the grid. And perhaps saying average is slightly harsh. But what I'm saying is he's not got a glittering CV... No, but I think the fact that you've got race wins on there, podiums, consistent drives, he doesn't usually get himself into too much trouble. You can say that about several people on the grid anymore. You can say that about Senna Proctor. You can say that about Mike Bushell. Hmm. You can say it about Jack Goff, Matt Jackson. Things went on behind the scenes with those two, but yes, I get get where you're coming from. I'd argue there's four... Three drivers in there, and I'm not going to name the three who I think are better options than, than Dan Lloyd personally. Personally, okay. uh, and that's not disrespectful, not meant as disrespectful because I think he's a great driver. Yeah, but I don't think there'll be a clamour to sign him if he becomes a free agent. Personally, fair enough. Fair if enough. A really left field for Gazoo, by the way, is Gordon Shedden. Oh. They are brother-in-laws. Oh God, could you imagine that in the same team in as the well? Same cars. Oh dear, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart, would you? I- I don't think it's wacky. Too I wacky. Do. Okay, well... I, I think that is quite wacky. I think he's more than happy at Dynamics. And he he's... Yeah, he's comfortable there. And I don't see why he would move. Because Dynamics might not want him. Ooh. Well, they might not. They might want to revamp the... I think Dynamics would be quite disappointed at how far off they've been for season after season now. Their best season was with... Have they been any good since Camish and Neil? I'd argue no. No. No, but you could also argue that they're going through a a transition to but try stop and that transition then and get someone else new in then. Yeah, but that's still part of a transition. Yeah, but <laughs> that's literally transitioning yes, to someone else. They they're trying to have security in having a three-time champion and a driver that's coming through and at times has showed some decent pace. On the play devil's advocate, which I know is your favourite hobby. Go on. You've got a three-times champion who's over the hill. Yeah. And you've got a driver who is superbly inconsistent. Right. Dan Robot had a superb 2021 season. Yes, he did. He had an abysmal, in my opinion, 2022 season. Yes, yes. Some drivers go through that. Absolutely. But if you're team dynamics, you want to be challenging WSR. WSR haven't sat on their laurels. They've gone, right, Jake Hill's up and coming. Get him. Morgan's free. We're having him. Do you think they were quite shaken by Honda stepping back 
and what happened that, during the pandemic. That would have affected things as well. But you've also got to look across the garages, across down the pit lane, and go, bloody hell, Accelerator doing and making moves, mm-hmm. aren't they? Look, they've come from nowhere. Yeah, they have. And they've taken the, storm, the sport by storm. WSR are stood up there. Motor base now have Napa back in them have gone, do you know what? We're going to make a fist of this. And mm-hmm. Dynamics are at a real risk of being left behind, mm-hmm. in my opinion. This absolute staple of the last 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. to me, they are they're at real risk of being left behind. And that's why I think they might change the driver lineup. Okay, fair enough. We'll see as we go through the off season. Absolutely. Nick Halstead then, we mentioned him, he is in the touring cars. He has featured before, although in his defence, he only did two races. Um, in the 2021 season 2021 season we did two races I must admit it doesn't excite me no it it doesn't really me he's done a lot of stuff within sort of the lower tiers if you like yep he's taken a single win oh no he's taken four wins sorry I do apologise took a win in 2022 uh, in the uh, in the Intelligent Money British GT Championship he came uh, fifth overall in the 2022 Miller's Oils GT4 Super Cup Championship. I think he's more suited to GT racing. GT racing, you have a little bit more time. A, a race in the GT Championship is more like an hour. Whereas it is comparing that to the touring cars, touring cars looks much more like a sprint. And I don't think he's quite got that about him. No, though you would say he's done it in the right way if you want to, you know, play devil's advocate that he started in the Ginetta GT5s then gone on to the Dunlop Touring Car Trophy then done the Renault Clio Cup although he only raced two races in that done a little bit of TCR done a little bit of GT5 again then done GT4 where he finished uh, third then done GT4 Super Cup Pro-Am you know you'd argue he's done it in the right way he's come through the divisions which is what you'd quite like to see to Mm. be fair but yeah I can't say I'm massively excited. Although he's going to be in a car that we know is going to be very good uh, in that Hyundai. Assuming they keep the Hyundai. Oh, don't start on any more of your theories. No, they'd be, they'd, be <laughs> they'd be mad to change the Hyundai, but yes. we're assuming they are going to keep it. Yep. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to write him off before he's even turned a wheel. I don't think we're going to be looking at Nick Powell category. Or um, Will Powell, even Will Powell, Will Powell or uh, Glengetty territory, but like you, I'm not getting overly excited. I'm, accelerate, they're a bit weird, in my opinion. Here we go. Go on. Because they've got a championship winner. Yes. A championship winning car. Yes. But only one really, really, really good driver, in my opinion. For what we're gonna. Yeah. For what we know, Chilton's there. You know my thoughts on Chilton. Making up the numbers. That's not quite what I think about him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick House said there is a rookie. Yeah. They know you're going to get Boutel, who's still a rookie, and I think last season was disappointing. Mm. Are you going to keep Lloyd, which would make sense? Yep. Or are you going to go somewhere else completely left field and go with, I don't know, another, another rookie? It just seems weird that you've got one really, really exceptional driver. One experienced, and then, but over the hill. Yeah, and then, and then yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they're <clears throat> are they wasting the potential of that car a little bit? They've got a foothold in the championship at the minute. Their chance to dominate, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, if they had two top quality drivers in one side of that team, that's what I mean. Then yeah, they could be pushing for 
championship honours. Domination. And not just drivers' championship. Yeah. You look at why, why did Dynamics dominate for so long? Because you had two ridiculously you know, calibre drivers. Yep. Yep, certainly. Talking of high calibre drivers in that Accelerate team, um, Tom Ingram had another night of celebration. I'm sure he's had quite a few since the end of the season. Um, when he went over to the Autosport Awards, which took place on the 4th of December, and he was awarded the coveted National Driver of the Year crown. Now, he was up against Alex Dunn, who won the F4 Championship, which is on the Toker package, uh, and also up against Jake Hill and Ash Sutton. Now, I mentioned this to you just before we started, and you were um, quite scathing, really, of the other... The other it's competitors. the it's the award they all want to win, isn't it? Yeah. It's up there with the wing foot. No, obviously, congratulations to Ingram. Nice that Plato was able to present him with the award. You know, master. Sorry, pupil becomes master, kind of thing. It's a bit of an underwhelming list, if you ask me. He's up against three losers and a driver who is. When I say three losers, you know, Sutton Hill and. Uh, obviously, Turtles on that list. Was it just no. Sutton Hill? Okay. Sutton Hill and Alex Dunn. Okay. Alex Dunn, the, the champion okay. of well, the F4. Two losers in Sutton and Hill who didn't win the championship. So they, they've got no right to win the driver of the year in that way. Yep. And then Alex Dunn, who's driving a very. done well to win a championship, don't get me wrong, but he's won a very junior category. Okay. It's, it's more championships than I've won, I yes. grant you. Yes. Well, more racing championships than I've won. Um, I grant you, but. It'd be ludicrous if he'd won it ahead of anybody else, unless he'd done a carriage and won every single race. So, mm. yeah, if you told me he'd beaten off Max Verstappen, then I'd be very intrigued and go, wow, that's pretty cool. I think he'd struggle in the National Drivers of the Year to beat off Max Verstappen, but I understand where you're okay. coming and from. he beaten off Lewis Hamilton. Uh, yes, yes. Who isn't. Yeah. Um. <laughs> then I might be a bit more excited, but. And also, it's a terrible suit. That he was wearing. I can't wait for him to listen back to this and. Velvet shoulder pads. Are they velvet or just purple? That's not velvet, that's just the auto-cue screens that are up in front. Oh, is it? Oh, I yes. take it all back. Sorry, <laughs> I thought that was a purple patch on his suit. <laughs> oh, you're right. Tom, I'm very sorry. I, I thought, the way the photos come out, mate, is that, yeah, it looks like you have purple shoulders, which I didn't know if you would take it at falconry or something, but no, okay, I take that back. You're right, the suit's fine. <laughs> just want a bigger shovel, mate. <laughs> you can understand my confusion. I hope. Oh dear. Forgive me, right. Tom. Shall we move on? One other thing. Go on. Plato scrubs that well. Though he does look a bit like the actor um, Jeremy Strong. Okay. That's you not, know who Jeremy Strong is? That's not a reference I was expecting tonight. Do you know who Jeremy Strong no. is? No. Uh, you're in The Gentleman. You've seen the film The Gentleman. Yes. We watched it together. We did. The guy who's trying to rip off Matthew McConaughey's character. Oh, okay. Right. Lovely. Anyway. Shall we get on to the final piece of news? There's more news. There is more news. I suppose one up till too early. So there was support updates for the race weekends across the 2023 season. Good Um, news! You say good news. There isn't any consistent championship that will be joining the package, unfortunately. No, but the Porsches are staying until 2026, so that's good news. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. Um, I think it'll be good to see the different championships that are coming along. Do you? Yeah, because it's different types... Different types of racing and stuff that we haven't seen before, on I, the most part. I fundamentally disagree with you, and I'd say that when we have these... Uh, on the basis that... I always give a reason for disagreeing with you. I don't just do it to be, to be you know, difficult. That when we go to the events and Which we change. see... When we go to the events and we see a, 
um, a, a, during a, a, a support race we've not seen before, we generally don't care. We go, okay, can't bother, let's go get some lunch, just go look around here, do 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 do. Or if we're watching at home, we go, okay, turn it off, football's on the other side, let's catch up the F1, let's see Martin Brundle try and talk to Megan Thee Stallion or someone, do you know what I mean? I can understand that, but I think the season going ahead, I think it'll be interesting to see how they either add or or detract from the package. So, what have we got? We've got Caterham's joining us uh, at Silverstone. Yep. Anything else? Yes, I've got, <laughs> I've got to get to the bits. If you want to talk a bit. We've got the uh, Haggerty Radical Cup joining us. They'll be joining us for two events, which is exciting. Um, they'll be joining us at Snetterton 300 and Alton Park. I'm, I must admit, I'm slightly excited to see the Radicals more than I am the Caterhams, to be fair, because I've never seen um, Radicals racing before. I'm quite interested in that. that that's an interesting uh, package, if you like. So, yeah, yeah, it's something a bit different as well, being yeah. in, sort of single-seaters, but obviously having enclosed wheels as well. Yeah. It's almost that hybrid between the F4s and, and the car racing. Yeah, um, agreed. Th- this one I am actually interested in, to be fair. I've, I've been a bit curmudgeonly, which is why I always am, to be fair. But um, we are going to see the Legends Car Championship, uh, which will come for three events, which I'm slightly more excited about. Yeah, they're they're almost like hot roddy yeah. style vehicles, aren't they? Yeah, we're going to see them at Brands Indy, uh, Croft and Knock Hill. Knock Hill will be interesting for them. Yeah, that one I'm slightly more excited about. I think they'll sound quite good. Yeah, exactly. And in, in an age of cars that don't sound as good anymore, I think mm. they will. And Simon Belcher is part of that. He is the uh, co-championship director. Oh, okay. So that'd be good to have him. And then we've got the Mini 7 Racing Club will join us at Thruxton, which is an odd circuit for them to join us at. Uh, we've seen little minis join us at Thruxton before, haven't we? Yeah, um, it was pretty dull. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they play out. Normally, re- minis bring good racing, though. Yeah. Like I say, my thing is that that's now four different things have gone through, and are people going to care? I think it's a chance for them to go, yeah, we want to be on the package for the 2024 season onwards. Yeah, I just think the problem is that you've got rid of Janetta Juniors, which we all love. Yeah. And is anything here... It's too early to say is it going to be a good replacement, but it doesn't feel like any of them are. But equally, I don't know what else they could have really bought. I'm being miserable about offering any other solutions. Uh, could have bought the four Pumas, but no, I like Pumas, so that's... I think I think Fiesta's Fiesta Cup, or um, the JSCC, the juniors, sort of like junior yeah. saloon car championship. Yeah, yeah. And caterums are a bit different. I'm just a bit annoyed they didn't go for one or two, but rather than this sort of pick and mix approach, that's a bit. Yeah, I can agree with you on that yeah. one. I'd, I'd rather see a consistent championship because then you can follow it much easier as well. Well, that's what I mean. Because whenever we get to Croft and we see that it's the Porsche Carrera, Jersey Island, whatever it is, Cayman Islands, we go, oh, great. That's, should we go for a walk? Mm. I need to go to the toilet. Let's go and yep. grab a, an overpriced coffee. Although at Croft, it wasn't overpriced, to be fair to Croft. You know, I, I sat and played Pokemon during the Carrera Cayman nonsense I mean you do that at any opportunity yeah, the thing is you say it's difficult to you, know, you get invested in the championship you've seen a week in week out you go oh, well, let's see what Adam Sawley's going to do this week or um, you know you look into the Aston Millar who's going to win that you know it, yep. where's Reece Somerville going to be all that kind of stuff you get 
you get to know the names, you get to you know get invested in it. Yeah, and you can see how those drivers progress through the sport as well. Whereas here, we're going to just get a couple of names here and there who we're not going to know for the most part, who we're not going to care about next time out when it's somebody completely different. Yep, that's fair. That's fair. Um, we'll bring you up to date with another news update when we have a decent chunk together. Um, probably looking towards the new year now. I say, it won't be the side of Christmas unless something monumentous happens. Yes, yeah. Um, like Turkington retires or something. Or we get signed to ITV. Yeah, that would be quite good. Quite good. We might um, do a pod if that happened. Yeah, possibly. Depends if they ask us to, really. Yeah. Yeah. Ban us. Maybe they'll, buy, <laughs> maybe they'll hire us, pay us to ban us. That'd be quite good. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll be back with you in the new year, um, if not before. It uh, won't we, be before. We hope you have a good Christmas uh, and everyone stays safe and stays well and stays warm. Um, anything to add? No, just have a very happy Christmas. Thank you again to everyone who has supported us throughout the year. It really does. Uh, mean the world to us we have noticed we've got quite a few people that listen to the pod but haven't subscribed which means you're missing out on getting updates when pods come out etc so hit that subscribe button please and if you haven't already leave us a review four star and above is preferred um, although if you need to be honest be honest but yeah four star and above is preferred yeah we'll see you again in the new year Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 